Well, well, well. Here we are. Everybody can hear me. There's always some uh, potential te technical difficulties that happen on this thing. Uh, just do a quick update, quick reminder for everybody on um, IG. Uh, on the bottom of your screen, on the right-hand side, there are four icons. Uh, if you want to ask a question, like a specific question, then um, the little uh, uh, speech cloud with the question in it, do it there. It's super hard for um, um, to follow the comments and actually have an engaging conversation. So uh, remember that. And then. There's some people that you want to uh, think would benefit from joining this IG Live, which should be everybody. Uh, there's a little arrow pointing at the dude, and you can send this live link to uh, whoever you want. Hey, uh, Rain City Plumber, your swag's going out tomorrow, by the way. How's that? Um... So yeah, we are super excited. Should I do, I should probably do the, see, I can't do two filters at the same time. I don't even know if I can do this now. Oh yeah, I can. So should I do this the whole time? <laughs> uh, but it messes up my, uh, the look, man. So no, we'll do it this, see how it goes. All right. I am going to request um, right here there we go going to this will end up on IG oh what's up how are you brother good I had to I don't know I had to turn off Wi-Fi for my phone to work we have amazing Wi-Fi in this building I'll tell you that much we, like, I so saw I sit under this huge duct system, and then the Wi-Fi, yeah. like, antenna thing is above it. So I have this weird feeling that it's not going through that metal to my phone for whatever reason. It, sh it should be, like, uh, um, like, an, uh, like an antenna, shouldn't it? Like, make it, is. it massive? I, like, I wonder how much cord there is if I can just drop it down and, like, just strap it to my phone. <laughs> That's right. Like a hard wire. You can hook like that up with yeah, man. There's always something. It doesn't matter. We, it doesn't matter how good the Wi-Fi is. There's always a technical glitch. That's literally how it goes. We'll see. I'm hoping not because the worst is when we try to do our Tech Talk Live and it blows up our Tech Talk Live. Right. Like we're supposed to be professional. Like we can't get our own video to work in our own building. <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's right. You're supposed to be pulling it off and making it look like you know what you're doing and then somehow it all craters on you. If anybody thinks I know what I'm doing on computers or phones, they're severely wrong, that's for sure. Isn't that the truth? That's my, that's my line, man, is I'm like the tech monkey that doesn't know what he's doing. So you can, <laughs> if it goes sideways, you can blame me. Like I just tried that's to send, a, I sent this, send this to a bunch of people and it failed to send and I don't know why, so I'm just gonna give up. I'm like, well, I guess that function doesn't work. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. How are things? How is, you're like the traveling circus man. What is going on? I have been recently. So, you know, it never was that way before. So I worked as a fitter. Everybody knows that. I worked as a fitter for like 15 years. And I didn't travel for work. The furthest I ever went was Wyoming from Colorado. And then here in these past like eight months, I've had a lot of trips, which is, it's great. And, you know, like you think like, man, travel, I'm a superstar. And then you start doing it a lot. And you're like, sometimes it's nice to be home. Like, I just want to be hanging out of my house. <laughs> right. So I was talking, I was talking about that with a, a couple other guys. Like I've done the traveling circus before and it sucks. Like it sucks to uh, come home for two days and then you're gone for a week or whatever you're, I mean, I don't know how you do it, but 
or what your schedule is like, but you're, those trade shows are usually three or four days, aren't they? Yeah. So Dallas, I went there on Sunday and then I just got back yesterday. So that was like a yeah. three or four day. I'm doing a lot with our V10 program, which is like the Vega trades, um, the Vega trades, basically, like how we get involved in the trades and make sure people know how to use our stuff from a young age. And those are usually a little bit longer. So if you go do a V10 thing, it's a longer trip. Sometimes it's like an apprenticeship hall and they're doing a contest or something like that. I've done a couple of those. And it's, yeah. I don't know, that one is kind of engaging and fun, though. I get to hang out with my, my old union buddies and stuff like that. And you know how that goes. I've never even met the guys, and we're best friends as soon as we start talking to each other, which is kind of cool. It's amazing. The community on this IG thing is fantastic. It truly is. So, I think we push that. Everybody's like, oh, there's only bad stuff online, and there's only bad stuff out of social media. And I feel like the plumbers and fitters do a good job. Like, it's positive, it's light, we're all just out here working and showing off the cool stuff we do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I've been blown away by it. Uh, on how the people that I've met, um, the people that I get to talk to, you included, that I, would be absolutely impossible if it wasn't for the platform and the positivity that comes with that, right? It's crazy. Well, Sure. Really, especially you being up there in the Great White North, like we—I I, would have never met you. <laughs> and yet, and yet, we're on the same elevation, aren't we? I think we are. Are you at fifty-two eighty? Listen, <laughs> well, maybe not where I'm. Not maybe right, not here, but like uh, an hour that way, I can be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's what sets Denver apart. We're always at that. We're a mile high all day, yeah. every day. Like, we never have to yeah, travel. Yeah. Going to the mountains, you get up. That's why we have all the 14ers. I think we have, like, 52 14er hikes. So it's real easy to get up there because, you, you know, you're starting this high, and then you're just going a little bit more high versus, like, a normal yeah, 14 yeah. normal state is an intense hike for us. We're like, oh, you just got to do half of it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, they talk about that all the time in sports, right? Like, even, I mean, they talk about when they come here that, with the elevation change that they that it affects their uh whatever it is their o2 conversions or whatever the yeah, hell i'm talking about off the oxygen takes on the sideline and we're just living the life and but you notice the opposite though i'm sure you've noticed it like my my wife's family all lives in baltimore we go down to sea level and i'm like superman i'm like i don't get tired i don't get drunk yeah. like, like everything's great like yeah. i'm fine yeah <laughs> It is like being, it's like, it's being like, it's like being from it's Superman. Denver's like, like Krypton, right? Yep. <laughs> I, I don't know. We always so, laugh because like, you want to drink down there. You can't just drink beer and get drunk. Like it ain't happening. Like I would drink beer all day and never feel it. I'm like, we need hard booze so that I can get a buzz on while we're down here. <laughs> well, there you go, fellas. If you're, if you're, if you got Colton showing up at uh, someplace at the sea level, then. You got to bring the hard stuff. None of those fancy fruity drinks, like the whiskey and the rye and the vodka, like that straight up hard stuff, right? Yes. Some Everclear maybe? Oof. I can blow a fireball with Everclear. I know that much. <laughs> Talk about being a circus performer. <laughs> Not sure you can drink it though? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to drink it. We were doing it at a party one night. I was out blowing fireballs and my wife comes out. And I'm thinking she's going to be mad at me. She's like, Colton, what are you doing? I was like, we're blowing fireballs. And she's like, you didn't tell me? I completely missed it? I was like, oh, this is the perfect swip swap. Like, this is exactly what I was looking for. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's good. Uh, Becky's wondering how would he do in – how would you do in Illyria? You would be fantastic in Illyria. Frickin' Cleveland sea level. I'm sure it is. I don't know where Cleveland or is, but it's not – it's definitely not as high as Denver. Where are you? Where, where no. are you Me? Yeah. I'm uh, Alberta, Calgary, Alberta. Alberta. So we are, we're at, uh, depending on where you are in the province, it's between 28 and uh, 34. Okay. And then if you go out, if you go out to the mountains where, you know, 4,000, um, uh, let's, uh, Feet above sea level is what we are. Cool. But here, here in the Calgary itself is like twenty eight hundred feet above sea level. So you got you got to fight double. Denver, so you got to fight double. 
So have you been in Denver your whole career? Is that where you started? I was born and raised in Denver, Colorado. My entire life I've lived here. We actually live, uh, so I'm in my second home, and we live two blocks from my wife's parents. So we haven't gone very far. We live like one exit off the highway from where my parents live. I love it here. It's hard to beat, man. Yeah, yeah. You're right there, right? Yeah, but I always tell people, too, like, it's not that great. Definitely don't move here. Like, we have enough of you. So wherever you are, I'm sure it's great. Just stay there. <laughs> Just stay where you are. Make it, make, it, make it heaven on earth wherever the hell you are, right? Yeah. Don't come wrecking it over here, right? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> so you spent 15 years in the trade, as, in About the union? Is that what you said? Yes, sir. So I got into it. I, I tried college. Like, I thought, like, oh, you know, everybody goes to college. I should go to college. And really, I went because I have diabetes. And here in America, to stay on my parents' health insurance, I either had to – no, I didn't either. Uh, once I got out of high school, I had to be a full-time college student. So I basically went to college for, like, half a semester so that I could be on their health insurance. Me and my dad pretty much figured out that college wasn't going to be the route for me. And he had a friend like, – <laughs> He's like, we need young guys who have a driver's license. Like, that was the qualification to get into the trade. And I was like, I'm young and have a driver's license? Like, I can do that. It hasn't changed much, man. No. Well, you know, and that's, that's, that, you know, that's the foot in the door. Can you drive to work and show up on time? And then if you put yeah, yeah. on board, obviously, you get all the other cool stuff that comes with it. Yeah. How long so, have you been? Almost as long as I've been alive or what? Yeah, yeah probably uh yeah so 30 years legitimately like working in the trade and uh yeah if you count working with my dad and all the rest of that stuff it's like 40 years pretty dang close pretty dang close which <laughs> is ridiculous which is ridiculous when you think about it but it's 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 been an awesome uh it's been an awesome way of life i'd recommend it for everybody right oh for sure I couldn't think of doing anything yeah. other. I don't, I don't think I would be successful in other areas of life. It just was not for me. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's marvelous. So why, why are you with Vega? Like, what's the, what's the story from going from a union plumber, which if you ask the right people on here, that's the, like, that's the vaulted position. 15 years <laughs> in the union, you must get some, uh, you must get some, uh, uh, bonuses for that, don't you? Like you start oh, sure. uh, bonusing like, like an athlete. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So I've got, I'm actually a union pipe fitter. So we call them different things. So a pipe fitter here, at least in Denver, Colorado, like I don't do any drainage or sewage. We basically would do like the welding, the HVAC, yeah. um, you know, no domestic water, nothing like that. Heating, cooling, things like that. So it was a little bit separated out. Um, so I was at a point where I'd kind of grown to the end of my career. Like, I didn't feel like that's where I wanted to stop because I kind of climbed the levels. So I was a foreman, then I was a journeyman, or I was a journeyman, then a foreman, then I was running superintendent. And I was kind of like, is this it? Like, I'm, I'm going to do this job for the next 40 years of my life. And that, it scares the hell out of me. Uh, doing anything for a long time scares me. So I started kind of searching around and one of my buddies got a job here as a trainer because my company built this building. So like my company built headquarters for Vega. So he got hired yeah, yeah. on that and he's like, dude, if you want to try something else, like this is a cool thing. So that's kind of how I made the swap for sure. was just uh, trying to find something new to do for sure. And how long have you been there? Uh, two years, just a little over two years. Oh, now. Just before the whole C word kicked in or after the C word. Yeah, so just before it, so I got to do um, three in-person trainings with groups, and then COVID hit, and we got sent to our houses. So I was literally like, kind of how this looks like my garage, I was in my garage, and I was doing trainings out of my garage just with like a bunch of tools and stuff. So ups and downs to that, walk out, get a cup of coffee in the morning, and stumble into my garage and do trainings is pretty nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, but also, like, I couldn't park a car in the garage because of all the junk. So, like, that was also kind of a hassle. <laughs> yeah, the better half wasn't appreciating that. She needs to park in the – she needs the garage. No, and I say that, but she hasn't parked in the garage since then. Even after I cleared out all the stuff, you know how garages <laughs> go, man. I just moved all the stuff in, and it took up the spot anyways. Yeah, yeah. You got a space. It'll fill quickly, won't it? 
Yeah. So I built like an airplane hangar of a driveway. So you could probably park like six or eight cars out in front of my house. So there's plenty of room for her to park out there in the snow with the rest of us. <laughs> you got to make her suffer just a little tiny bit, right? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> she puts up a lot of my shit. So she suffers more than most, <laughs> I bet. Well, that's amazing. And so what's the, what's the deal? Why are you at Vega? Like, what are you doing there? So on a, on a like real basic level, I initially got hired as a technical trainer. So pretty much exactly what it was. Like we'll have groups of contractors, engineers, specifiers, end users, wholesalers come in here and I teach them about everything Vega. Anything they want to know from applications to how to install it, how to control deflection, anything you want to know about the product, what we can do with it, where we can do with it. I have groups in here and I talk about it and I get them squared away on it. Um, all the travel stuff has come recently because I got onto the, I, I, oh man, I sound old. I got onto the Instagram. <laughs> Good God. Right after I had to Walmart, I got on the Instagram. <laughs> and, uh, we just like, we kind of started forming this like social, social community. And that kind of turned into, it was kind of cool for our branding. So instead of like somebody wanting to like, just follow a company is kind of hard. Like, Hey, we're Vega. Like here's our Vega stuff. It's a little bit different than like, Hey, I'm here. I work for Vega. Here's the cool stuff that we do. So that kind of helped intertwine into like more of our marketing side and the sales side and stuff. So that's where all this other business has come from outside of what my regular job is. Nice. And it, do you think it's, uh, I'm like, are you seeing some benefit from it? Like what's the best thing about, or I guess maybe what's, the positives of doing that and maybe some of the, the negatives that, that you find that you need to, the challenges of it all. And you're it's smiling. <laughs> it's a lot more work. It's like, to be honest, like I'm all, I'm down for like striving and get more and, you know, showing the company that I do more to get more. But I think people think that like, just anybody could do this and you just go make a video and now you're on Instagram or TikTok and like, that's just your thing. You just make a video and it's simple and anybody can do it. But there's, there's a ton of extra work that goes into it, a ton of extra time. And I basically just squeeze that in around all the stuff, like all my regular duties that I do here. I just kind of added another layer on. And obviously the benefit is, um, you know, it, it sounds kind of crazy, but being like almost like, like the face of Vega or someone who associates with it obviously brings yeah, me yeah. So there's, there's nothing wrong with that at all. And, you know, I'm going to push that as far as I possibly can. That's for sure. And so, I mean, you said, is, I mean, when you came on board, obviously nobody knew what, how the world was going to change. Obviously the social, with the social media component, part of what you thought your uh, uh, job was going to be, or is that just sort of sprung up out of nowhere? No, it literally has nothing to do with my job until like my role changes. I'm still like, I'm a technical consultant. There's, there's nothing, to, nothing about social media in my job. So that's just something that I kind of branched into and grabbed onto. Cause just like in pipe fitting, I was like, am I going to be a trainer? And like, I just train people every day. Not that that's like a just thing. Like it's super important. And like, there's a reason that we do it and that we put, we dedicate so much to training in Vega, but I'm always looking for something more. So if I can find more and get another edge and another thing that maybe somebody else might not want to do or something that, really benefits the company why the hell wouldn't i do that you know yeah nope that's good and so what's your relationship with uh with your is he is he your partner or uh just uh uh co instagram dude trainer troy what's his deal how do you guys yeah. work together so trainer troy is actually came from where i was so he started out as a trainer at vega and that's when he started his social media platform um, then he moved up to manager of training um, in Nashua, New Hampshire. And now he's actually a manager of customer engagement. So customer engagement has a lot to do with reaching out to the trades, the V10 program, all that kind of stuff. So I never got to meet Troy until about two or three weeks ago because it was all COVID. So like we, oh, talked really? to each other. Yeah, we talked to each other online and stuff for the first two years of life. And we were out there and I actually pointed out to him. I was like, dude, I've never met you in real life. And he was like, no way. And I was like, I know it's like we're old friends, but I've <laughs> actually like talk to you in person so he's just a great guy the dude gets it he gets this company he gets plumbing you know that's another cool thing that vega does they pull people from the field 
so that when you guys come in here and try to ask a question, it's not like I'm some dude who they brought in off the street to try to talk about plumbing or pipe fitting. You know, we've actually experienced stuff, which just kind of adds another level to what we do. Yeah. Well, I would have never guessed that, that you guys had never met before because it's, I mean, and that's the beauty of social media, right? Like I would have thought, I literally thought you were buddies. Like you were like thick as thieves. Like you were in that, you know, your, your workshop and he was in the next room over doing the, the same thing. Yeah. And I mean, so well done on making it seamless. Man, all about it. Maybe I shouldn't tell you guys my secrets anymore. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> I think, I think for, for man, I think probably for my first like 5,000 followers, nobody even knew that I worked for Vega. I would get messages. I'd get DMs and they'd be like, dude, like you're wasting so much money. Like, how do you just like press your all day for these demos? Like, where are you putting those things? And I'm like, no, I work here. Like, this is part of my job. Like they supplied the fittings so that I could show you guys how they work. I you must have got you must have got blown up on your on your uh, hat rack and whatever that you did with all the mega G or like it, I which isn't unusual but I heard about it from several I'm like did you see what freaking Colton did like how much is that freaking hat rack I'm like ah uh, I don't know probably four grand I don't know <laughs> we don't need to talk about the price of it all we need to talk about is how fast it went together. <laughs> no fast it didn't go together fast you know and part of that is also part of the, part of how we do here so when i train somebody i usually will press a couple fittings in a training so that hat rack came from me pressing a two and a half inch and then putting two branch connectors in training and then putting it and that was like you know probably a couple of weeks of me doing trainings where i was building it out and then the actual video, I just added some more branch connectors and put on the bottom. So it's not like I just like one day was like, let's see how many fittings we can blow through. It was part of something, <laughs> something else I was doing. And then I just kind of added on to it to make it into what it could be. All right. Well, I appreciate you clarifying that because. Uh... <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to. Wait, you need... There's going to be a that? extension video because so many people have sent me hats that every single peg is full so i gotta i got i bet pegs on it when i saw you do that i was like oh man that it, it's like the open the floodgates because the freaking they're gonna be it'll be like a hockey game where they just everybody throws hats at you to hang on yeah. the hang on your freaking thing dude i love it i love the stickers i love the hats i love the shirts you sent me a shirt a sweater and a hat and stickers and i was like blown away by it because you guys know when i did my hats i sold them i was like i don't have enough money to send people hats i'm like you got to buy these <laughs> from me and i like i didn't even charge any I, I just like i came out dead even on the process but i was like i can't lose money on the hat no i somebody was giving me a hard time and i'll i'll mention them because i mean uh mechanical hub they do a fantastic job and i'm like listen those guys and you is included i mean the benefits to uh what you guys provide and, and the travel budgets particularly people like eric and and john at mechanical hub i mean those that that's uh, uh that can't go unnoticed so i'm more than happy to throw in a freaking you know i mean it's not inexpensive but i nope. it, no, it's not. <laughs> but I'm like you say, we're happy to do it to get it out there, and and people love it, as you know. Like you send those hats, people are just like it's the best day. It's like Christmas in July. It really and is. So, yeah, yeah. Somebody's just I gotta I gotta chime in on this. Go Oilers. That's from Caden uh, Wagner. You can go suck a dick, by the way. Whoever <laughs> that is. <laughs> <laughs> there it, I, so are you are, do you follow that the hockey much down there you probably don't i mean the abs are in it aren't they yeah 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 I and so bit, i do a little bit of hockey just because when i was a kid i was real into hockey because that's when we had Sackick and wall and we were winning the championships yeah. like how could you not be into it when your team's really good but i don't yeah. watch much sports in general no no well, it's like the it's like the biggest night in Alberta in the last uh, decade is tonight the big game between Edmonton and, and Calgary. So, uh, if uh, if Calgary loses, then 
the best thing about Calgary losing is I can move on with my life. That's true. Wait one second. If my if I knew my wife, I wouldn't give out. When I go down the hallway, we have a Calgary Flames jersey here that we're gonna put in a shadow box that's signed by a bunch of the UA plumbers from your guys' area. Like they did one of our first trainings ever, oh, yeah. and they all signed it. Oh, good. That's that's interesting. I won't lie to you that, that uh, particularly in Alberta, the tr the union's not super big. Like it's not doesn't have a huge presence like it does in like in Toronto or the Eastern States, or maybe even there, I don't know. Uh, but it's not a super uh, popular or well-known uh, union, to be honest. They got a little tiny hall and do some of the bigger uh, oil projects up here. But yeah. they would be using your fittings all day long, I'm sure. Oh, for sure. And that's another thing that I like had to, I wouldn't say, I don't know, come to terms with, I guess, when I first came here. Cause like I grew up in the union, like I was a union guy and I was like hardcore, like non-union hater, like they're rats. I don't want anything to do with them. <laughs> and then I start meet, I start meeting these guys. I start meeting like regular plumbers and fitters that aren't in the hall. And I'm like, well, these are really good people. I'm like, they're, they're doing the same work. And like, it's kind of felt like a jerk. I'm like, who was I for the past 12 years? Like, why was I like, why did I act that way about it? You know what I mean? It's interesting the division that we that's just I don't even know what the word is just manifest themselves organically right like I'm you I'm non-union so everybody else that's not uh, that's union sucks it right yeah. or like I just said Edmonton can suck it right you know but yet <laughs> as you just alluded to we're all literally the same people trying to do the same thing you yeah. know and and make the most of our lives right. So what is, what, how, tell us about, I mean, I don't want this to just be another one of your training videos, but like, what's, what's Viega? What's like, what's its deal? How long has it been around? You did mention before I get into that, because I, last week we talked to Becky Brotherington, who is actually with Rigid and the VP of um, uh, customer engagement, which is the same as what you were saying, uh, Troy is right. Close. So that's obviously becoming a focus. I think she's more in marketing where Troy isn't quite as much in marketing. So it's a little bit different role, you know, roles in corporations, man, they name everything, such some goofy stuff. I technically, if you actually look at my role, I'm a customer success consultant, <laughs> whatever that means. So I think you yeah. can work at an electronics store with that title, man. Oh my God. When I was a tech, when they put us to technical consultant, like I was getting like LinkedIn things like we've got this IT position hiring in Amazon. And I'm like, I don't know anything about IT, like wrong guy. Like, <laughs> not me. It is true how they, the, yeah, the corporate ladder is, is quite inventive with their uh, names and titles, aren't they? Yeah. As long as it comes with more money, they can call me whatever the hell they want. Yeah, exactly right. There he is. Trainer Troy just joined in. He's now he's watching you, man. His ears making were burning. sure. Yeah, yeah, they should be. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, tell us what's what is how long's Vega been around? Like, what's its deal and where's it going? Okay. So Vega has been around for over 125 years. Um, our our founder Franz Almsheim Wegener. Um, the first thing he ever made was a brass beer tap. So he used to drive like a wooden spile into, you know, your giant keg of beer. Sometimes it would explode out. You'd get beer all over. It was gross. So he actually came up with a threaded brass beer tap. Um, so that was the first thing he ever made. If you guys have ever seen, we give away like the uh, bottle openers. So like we have these yeah, yeah, yeah. and nobody knows why. And that's why, because we're, you know, we're founded in beer. Through that process, he found out that he was really good at like working with brass. So he started making like plumbing fixtures. So he was making like P traps and stuff like that out of brass that slowly evolved into sweat fittings. So first thing he actually like put in pipe was a sweat type fitting. And then he revolutionized the press industry with ProPress. Uh, so we first brought ProPress over to America in 1999, 1990, 1999. Um, and that 1989, I'm so sorry, y'all. I should really know these numbers. 1989, I'm not much of a history buff. Um, and then <laughs> after that, we kind of just uh, kept pushing in that direction. Megapress came out in 2012. 
Um, and we also have our Pure Flow products, which are our PEX products, which I don't bring up too much with the Canadians because we don't sell them in your guys' market anymore. But we do have that Pure Flow here in US, which is our PEX products. Everything's yeah, pressed, yeah. everything's faster, everything's more durable. And that's kind of like, sounds like such a sales ploy, but I wouldn't be working here at Vega if they weren't the best fittings. Like I put Pro Press and I put Mega Press in my house because I trust it. I can't say the same thing for other manufacturers that make press because they don't make them the same way. They don't put the same amount of material in. They don't do the same kind of testing. So there's all these little things that add up where I would never use somebody else's product. Now, as far as the future goes, we've got a couple big things that we're really pushing towards. We have a new CEO and when he came here and found out we didn't have a refrigeration or med gas fitting, he was kind of like, well, that's BS. Like, why the fuck not? So our big push yeah. is going to be uh, med gas refrigeration fittings. I have a tiny bit of insider information, but I really am not supposed to talk about it. I get my hand slapped for this all the time, but it's going to be completely different than any other ACR fitting you've ever seen. And I truly believe it's, it really is going to revolutionize it and it's going to be our largest product when it happens. Really? Have you seen it? I've seen things. <laughs> I'm not gonna not gonna try and you know give an expose here, but you've actually seen. That's why you can say that because it because you've seen what's out there and you've seen what you've got, and there's a, a vast difference between the two. That's cool. Yeah, it's gonna be really really exciting, and all the HVAC, HVAC guys have just been waiting for it. So there are other HVAC products out there. Do they do the job pretty well? They do the job pretty well, but our products never do the job pretty well. They don't fail. So. We had a fitting that was just like everybody else's. Um, we tested it. It passed all the uh, the standards for refrigeration fittings, but it had an allowable leakage rate. And we said, nope. And we took it back to the blackboard and started over because we don't put out fittings that leak. We don't care how little it is. That's not something that we do. Yeah. No, it's, uh, I mean, that that's part of the challenge uh, that everybody has. Um, I'll, you know, of course, I'll looking through my own lens, I mean, Viega is by far um, the most expensive fitting that we use. Um, and, and we factor that into the jobs that we do. Um, and on all of our commercial stuff, that's the fitting that we, if it's available, we did have to, you know, substitute with COVID and supply chains and all the rest of that stuff. But, um, uh, but we've certainly uh, can attest to what you just said. Uh, the only time that we've ever had a Vega fitting fail is because we installed it improperly. Either we didn't measure it enough or we pinched it because our jaws weren't set properly or whatever the case may be. So yeah, we, I'll, I, I'll absolutely stand by One thing in my training is to beat it into people's heads that there's only four steps. Don't skip one. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's always, there's always a shortcut and every plumber <laughs> is trying to find a shortcut. And Colton's just shaking his head. I always have to go back and tell myself the same thing because, like, when I was in the field, I can't tell you how many times I just chopped it off with a porta band, slammed it on there, and pressed it. No mark, no yeah. reaming, no debris, no yeah. looking at anything. So, like, I know it happens, but that's when yeah. you have problems. And then you're like, oh, I bought this yeah. expensive fitting and it failed, and it's your fault. And we're like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> no. No. I, I'll fully admit that I have never said it was your fault. <laughs> Usually yeah. it's because I'm a moron and I'm like, oh yeah, nope. I skipped step three and that's the problem because I'm a yeah. moron and now I got to cut the whole stupid thing out and try again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that, that's the other one people always say. They're like, well, how do I like take it back off? And I'm like, why would you take it back off? They're like, well, it's leaking. I'm like, well, if it's leaking, you did something wrong. Like that's the whole idea. It's not supposed to come off. There's no taking the fitting off. They're like, well, sweat fitting, you can take off if it leaks. I'm like, well, how many leaky fittings are you putting in that that's like what you're basing your mind on? It's like, I'm right. going to take this off. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe you should find a different uh, occupation if that's your, uh, well, I, you know, I installed 18 solder fittings and had to pull off eight. So yeah. ProPress sucks because yeah. I had, to, I still have to pull off eight. <laughs> Rain City Plumber said, gotta... what separates Vega from Nibco or Apollo press fittings? So a couple main things, we'll hit just the big ones. On the ProPress side, which is copper, ProPress copper, Megapress pipe size, uh, stainless or uh, steel. On the copper, we make our fittings from heavier than type K copper. So it's the thickest part of the system versus the thinner, they don't do that. And then the other big one, there's a whole bunch, but the other big one is patented Smart Connect technology. 
which is a way uh, we lost the patent on it, the patent wore out, but it's how we identify unpressed connections on the inside of the fitting. You can see that little indentation right there. That allows media to go past the sealing element until you press it. So any unpressed fitting can be identified as unpressed 100% of the time. Now you go into mega press, you can turn our fittings after you press them if you need to, it does not affect anything. Uh, you can't do that with the other guys. And then just the amount of fittings that we have. So mega press, we go to four inch all the way with ball valves. We go to two inch with gas ball valves and we take every single fitting to four inch. So if you actually wanna buy the fitting that you need, you're gonna buy it from us and it's actually gonna work correctly too. And you, like how long have you guys done your little branch technology where you've done the insert and then uh, like press from the inside, right? Or however yeah. you sandwich yeah. it or whatever you guys call it? it the press-in branch connector, cause we can't call it a press OLED cause OLED is trademarked. Um, so it's a press-in branch connector. That's been out for about four or five years. It was, it was pretty new when I started here. It was a pretty new thing. Three quarter outlet, inch and a half through six inch pipe, sketch 10 or sketch 40, not for gas, but it's your hydronics, your compressed air, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. And it, does that use all the same, like, well, what's the word for your uh, little, with your little O-ring, which I know is not an O-ring? I'm gonna beat that. So it's Vega and it's ceiling element. Those are the two things. <laughs> But yeah, so I'm all right, Carl. No, go, go. I'm, I will let you finish, and then I got Then I got like a like I got a real question for you. Yeah, with those, it comes with the FKM or the EPDM. EPDM, basic hydronics, zero to two fifty. FKM is going to be higher temperatures, things like low pressure steam, fourteen to two hundred eighty four degrees. Um, so those two, we don't have a gas fitting with the branch connector. You don't have a gas fitting. No. For a, for, for gas yet. Yeah. Okay. How do we, how, I'm in Canada, you know that. And we've actually had a couple of conversations about it back over Christmas. And in fact, you guys are the reason that I got my original uh, 11K uh, account taken down for hate speech. Great. For Texas. Because, because I had a two inch Viega that split, not split. It actually pushed it apart. Like completely. Do you remember that? Was it the ice? Yeah, yeah, the ice. I don't remember it. I don't think it's... I was on Instagram yet. I've only been on here for like eight or nine months. Oh, uh, well. The Instagram. Um, the Instagram. Yeah. Make sure, make sure you update your stories as often as you can. What's the next one there? Yeah. It's a long one. Oh, somebody's just talking to, uh, uh, Troy's talking to Rain City. Yeah. Mega press fittings are compressed air too by the way if you have a high oil content go to the fkm or the hnvr but epdm is fine for clean dry air there you go and there's no combating the ice is there no there's no combating the ice with any fitting either you're going to split the no, tube no. you're going to bust the fitting something's going to happen there's just that's a force of nature that nothing stops nothing stops it's crazy right and most of them i you know, honestly, uh, out of all the frozen ones I've dealt with, which is a substantial number, frankly, uh, they all get pushed off, which speaks to your uh, uh, thickness of the copper that you guys use. Like, they very rarely do they. The, uh, um, we actually have to cut it back or replace the pipe because the pipe swells so much yep. that I can't put a regular fitting back on it. You know what I mean? Yep. But it just that linear force is incredible to me which like you say no one can sort of sort of beat or overcome yeah. i don't know the way that yeah the way that ice works is just different than even pressure so people think like oh it's just pressure i'm like no it's not it's expanding the tubing so anything that's going to expand that tubing is going to fail yeah yeah 100% take a whole lot of pressure when we talk about what our fittings can do 300 psi on pro press we have over a 6 times safety factor so we know they can do a whole lot more than that. Um, but you got to put that safety factor in there. You tell a guy, hey, man, this forklift picks up 30,000 pounds. What's he doing tomorrow? He's picking up 40,000 pounds. So that's why we build safety factors into our fittings. No, that's the, that's the engineering's job, right? Is to tell, this is what this is rated for. But in truth, it's rated for more than that because we're stupid and we're going to put it to the maximum that you tell us we can put it to, right? 
I'm all about it. I do the it's same. That's literally how it goes. Somebody asked if you can, I mean, obviously, I think the answer is yes. Press for sprinklers, of course. Absolutely. Yes. No problem. Yeah. Fire sprinkler, yeah. press, and mega press, and, pro, and mega press stainless. We can do residential fire sprinkler with the PEX line too. Uh, PEX UL 1821. There you go. And Christian's just being a douchebag and brought up shark bites. <laughs> Listen, there's a the time and place for every fitting there is out there. The shark bite one is so few and far between that. Uh, uh, I, well, I will lie to you, and I'll, maybe we'll bring that up. I, you know, we have uh, we use it on CPVC all the time. The shark bites to go from CPVC to copper, and then we use press. Uh, but we've actually. And I'll admit it, we've actually pressed CPVC successfully. It, yeah, we took it out. I know, there he goes. <laughs> we installed it. I run the company. It's totally my shoulders, my insurance, all the nine yards. It was nothing else we could do. We pressed it, and then a couple weeks later, we went back and took it out. But it worked fantastic, to be honest. Yeah. It was, and you it was, won't recommend it, which is no, fine. I get it. Well, you know, because we get guys who say stuff all the time. I'm like, here's how you do it. Here's why you do it. And they're like, well, I did this and it works. And I'm like, yeah. I'm like, there's all kinds of stuff out there that's going to work. I'm just saying that I'm not backing it up. If something goes wrong, yeah, I'm yeah. save the day. <laughs> yeah. No. And I'll say that again. I do not recommend that you do that. And if you work for somebody, then don't do it. If, if it's your company and you're willing to stick your neck out for whatever reason, and fully inform your client of what you're doing and why, then everybody can make that decision together. But it's, it was not and is not a long-term fix. We did it for a week until we got the fittings we need to make it do the proper fix. But that's the joy of, of the service world is sometimes you got to, I don't even know, I should, you know, like you say, <laughs> if it's your neck on the line, then you can, then you can find some wiggle room to make it work. But if you work for somebody, don't do it. Don't do it. And don't give uh, Colton a hard time if you do something stupid and it breaks. <laughs> you can give me a hard time. I got two older brothers. I've been getting that my whole life. I'm just not going to help you is all that's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> just going to shake your head and go, you're a moron. Sorry about that, dude. That's how that goes. For sure. Right? Um, so what – I mean, we've, we've covered a ton of stuff. Um, what do you think is, uh, like, what is your goal with your, with Viega? What's your career? Where do you think this, where this is going to, where's this going to go for you? Um, man, it's, uh, it's a lot when you ask someone about their career. I, I'm never going to stop striving and it sounds like, so like I'm trying to be inspirational, but that's just not who I am. So like, if I was really going to lay it down, like, and I was going to stay at Vega, like, I want to be the CEO someday. Like, I want this to be my company that I take care of and I run. Um, obviously, there's quite a few steps in between here and there. Um, but that's kind of yeah. how I play it out. That's how I play things out in my mind. I'm not the type to be like, oh, this is a good spot. Like, I like where I am. It could be the best spot in the world. And I'd still be like, but, like, could it be better if I did something more? Like, that's just kind of how I do it. So, I'm always pushing for more, striving for more, and hopefully that just uh, that just keeps working to where I can keep kind of driving in that direction. Yeah. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, what else can I say? Do you have notes? I've got at your noteboard. I do have a noteboard. <laughs> you guys want to see the new advancements of the shop? I can show you the new advancements. Yeah, man. Oh, yeah. You you combined everything together, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, it just got it just got a little bit more intense than it was before because, like, y'all know, I used to have those workbenches. That's what was behind me. Yeah. And Vega, very generously, is all about doing some shop updates. So I always say this. I always say Vega-owned Viking Pipe Fitter curated shop because I don't own this shop. None of this stuff's mine. Well, some of it's mine, but a lot of it's Vega. So we got these new badass workbenches. Did some pretty very sweet nice. on them. Kind of matches up with the aesthetic I was going for. And then uh, I kind of stepped up the Viking pipe fitter wall. We got a Ram skull. Got yep. my up there. 
We got the strut slayers. You guys don't know, I absolutely love rigid. And I'm going to the rigid experience. That was the thing. That was what we were going to talk about that we missed. There we go. And uh, the big seven for 7,000 followers. So I make something for every single round of 1,000 followers. So you guys just have to be involved and get me those followers so I can keep making <laughs> stuff. Well, that's what this is all about. What are you doing at the rigid experience? So I'm not, I'm not a winner of the rigid experience. So I'm not yeah. going there. Um, I'm going there as like a, I'll call it a press compadre. Like I'm going to be kind of helping out with the staff on anything that's press and everything that's press, trying to enjoy my time. I don't know if I know more about their press tools than they do, but I bet you I'm pretty dang close to it. <laughs> we, I forget, ah, I feel bad. I forget his name. We, we took a tour with the shop foreman there last week and, uh, is it John? I think, I think it's John. Yeah, it's John. Yeah. I yeah, watched. yeah. I watched. So, yeah, so you can, you guys can line it up and see which, uh, who knows more. Yeah, we should definitely do that. <laughs> he's got a whole lot more tools to deal with, so he's got a whole lot of tools to deal with. All I have to know is the press tool, so I got, a, I got an upper hand on that one specific thing. That's true. That's true. And so, what's that relationship like? Like, obviously, you, I think my impression is, is you guys are like joined at the hip, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> No, um, <laughs> I feel that way. I, 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 I love rigid tools in general. To tell you the truth, I was a Milwaukee guy when I was in the field. I rocked everything Milwaukee because I was working with all these random tools. It was the Blattery platform. My company paid for the Milwaukee. Like, that's what they had. Once I started pressing with stuff, we all know there's a couple extra benefits that come with rigid press. Um, so that's kind of yeah. how I got tied into it absolutely love it and then if you just start like working with any of their tools i just enjoy all of them so technically i'm tool agnostic whatever you want to press with press with that tool press my fitting i don't care what you choose i don't care why you like it or when you like it as long as you're buying vegan stuff but it's really hard to be, beat uh you know a rigid wrench and it's really hard to beat you know the rigid pipes on some of these things that they have so there's just some products that i really like not to say that I kick any tool to the curb because I have every single tool here. If you want to see Hilti, we can see Hilti. If you want the Vega press tool, if you want the Dewalt press tool, well, I'll, I'll rock all of them out. I didn't even know that. I mean, I knew that. So you guys have your own or your own tool, right? The Viega press tool, right? The gray one. Yeah. And if you want to look into that any deeper, when we first came to America, um, it was actually called Rigid Pro Press because we needed somebody who had a foothold here in America to kind of help us manufacturing all that kind of business. So it was Rigid Pro Press. Um, once that wore out, that's when we just started making our own fittings, had our own manufacturing and all that. So when you talk about our tool, so this is the smaller one. That's the Pico 6 compact. Now take a look at the Rigid 200 series. There was just a little yeah, bit yeah. of the new ones. <laughs> you guys should probably see some of the between these two tools <laughs> so what cool gray and black yeah cool red and black kind of whatever you want to get into <laughs> Clear, clearly the lawyers signed off on that because that is an exact oh i the exact whatever replica of each other yes pretty much yeah. yeah so we put our branding on it rigid still makes the tool we don't hide anything about that but the way that we use that is because it's an older version of the tool, we can sell it at a lower price. So if you guys are trying to get into yeah. the press industry and you're looking for that, you know, that first tool or workhorse that does exactly what it's supposed to do, I call it the AK-47 of the press world. It's just going to press all day, every day, without like Bluetooth and bells and whistles and all that kind of stuff. You can get into the market with a Vega press tool that does exactly what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Somebody wants to see that. I didn't even know Hilti made a press tool. For that, you got one. Somebody wants to see it. Who wants to see it? Plum Bob Rob wants to see it. Uh, compact, Bring it up. One tool I don't have is the Hilti Compact, but they do have one. They have their standard, uh, which would be the NPR 32A. So it's an inline tool. Then they also have a long throw tool. If you guys know anything about long throw tools, they're the tools that take you all the way up to that four inch on Mega Press. They can do the smaller sizes, but they also do the larger sizes instead of rigid with the booster or you know milwaukee makes a long throw rigid makes the 342xl and then hilti makes the 32a which is the same idea it's that long throw tool gotcha Have you ever that, heard the and i don't know this 
You want to hear the press? Yeah. Everybody wants. It doesn't, uh, it doesn't have. It works really well. I don't love the sound of it. I know that's such like a picky thing. I'm like, I don't like how it sounds when it presses. It's a great tool. Really, Hilti makes amazing tools. They really do. I don't like how it sounds. I want the rigid pop. Yeah, we Becky made us do the rigid pop when we did our when we did our walkthrough. He's like, you gotta hear the the pop because that's what it's about, right? It feels better. Um, and so. I, I legitimately don't know the answer to this. So I have uh, the 351, the RP 351, maybe? Uh -huh. Anyway, the rigid one. Do I need the booster pack to do anything over two inch? Only on Mega Press. Pro Press, you can use a V2 actuator and ring kit. Only in Mega Press do you step up into the booster. Gotcha. So there's the booster. Oh, Jesus. So booster, that goes to 350, 351, 340, 330, gives you twice as much press force. So basically what the booster does is you drive the ram on the tool, halfway, gives you 32 kilonewtons of force. You drive the ram again, it gives you the other 32 required to do Mega Press XL. And then they have their long throw tool, which is just like that Hilti, um, which just gives you all 64 kilonewtons in one press with that Z3 actuator. So here's where I lie with that. You do a ton of big size mega press, you want the 342. If you're doing it here and there, you want your 350 doing the small stuff, a little more compact, and then every now and then you throw on that booster. So that's kind of how I lay it out. Yeah, yeah. And that's sort of, we're doing some three inch next week. So we're, uh, we'll, I, we are rep in town, lets me borrow it when I need it. So we'll be using it and anyway. It'll be awesome. Love it. Who's your rep? Uh, uh, Canadian Aqualine. Big shout out to Canadian Aqualine. We work well, really, really well with them. I love those guys. I've had tons of trainings where they're like in there with their customer too. Super cool guys. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, like I say, the network that we have here in Calgary is super tight. And obviously I've been a part of it for 30 years. Um, just it's, what social media has allowed is just to expand that and just meet even, you know, cooler uh, uh, and wonderful people that are trying to make the world a better place through the trade. It's awesome. I love yeah. it. You know what I love is that people say this tool's heavy. Precision Plumbing Grain is one of my best buddies. I get along with him really well. These tools aren't that <laughs> Go hit the gym. Come on now. <laughs> I have just – we have the we literally have the CT four hundred down just below me here, and that's for the first the first time that my any apprentice or particularly my boys do any pressing. That's the one that they use. I'm like, you get to use this all day, yep. just so you know <laughs> how impressive the new technology is, right? Oh yeah, they do come with shoulder straps too. So if you're like a little weenie guy and you want the strap, it comes with the shoulder strap. <laughs> Throw that on. Have you have you seen my man Pro Drains? He's a little weenie guy. He's just a little weenie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he know he knows it too, man. That's how it goes. All right. Uh, what um what advice do you have for anybody out there? We just had a couple of new guys join in here. Are we talking advice for people growing in the trades or been in the trades for a while? Yeah. Okay. Well, let's so, do both. Let's do both. Yeah, I love so I love talking to apprentices. If you're new in the trades, God damn, it's so simple. Show up to work on time every single day and be eager to do more than the people around you. That's literally all it takes. And you can have anything that you want. You really can. Cause half the guys are going to show up late. The other half aren't going to try very hard while they're there. So if you show up on time every day and you put in the full effort and ask for more and say, I want more. How do I learn more? Can I do more here? Can I do more there? They're going to give it to you. That's all it takes in construction. Yep. That's why our, that's why our trade's so awesome. There's not many businesses where you just show up, try as hard as you can and get rewarded for it. So I really appreciate that in young guys. Um, and when I was training them, um, for people who've been in for a while, <laughs> it's that daily grind, but making it fun. And I think that's, what's cool about you and a lot of these other people in the community is that 
we do this. We all know it's a job. We all know we have to do it to get paid, but finding a way to enjoy what you do just makes life that much simpler. In my mind. I could. Yeah. No, your, your first advice is fantastic. Anybody that's starting out, uh, particularly these days, like, I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't have a scope of the whole, you know, North America or whatever the case may be, but here in, in, in Alberta, like the opportunities for work are endless, like endless. Like, I don't even like, we are so busy. Uh, we turned down, I probably shouldn't say this, but we turned down half of our jobs. Cause I'm like, dude, we're too busy. You know, That's call me next week and I'll see if I, uh, it's a fantastic problem to have. Right. Yeah. Um, and call me next week and I'll see if I can fit you in somewhere, but whatever. And then for the older guy that's out there, you know, of my vintage, I guess. It's a weird thing to say. But <laughs> <laughs> the beauty is, is the trade has, like when I started in the trade, and I've said this before on here, like I, like my first, you know, week on the job, I'm pouring cast joints because that's where we, that's what was around. And then a couple years down, we're, putting in ABS pipe and my grandpa thought it was the, you know, the worst thing to ever happen to the trade. Wow. We're just destroying this thing. And now, you know, in the last 10 years, the, the technology that's gone into uh, heating systems and, and, you know, I, I have no doubt that the, that the engineering that goes into one of your Vega fittings what, and the math that's behind that is mind boggling to make that the best, uh, a product in the world. So there's so many opportunities and you proved it with your own career path to go from the foreman to the, to the journeyman, to the supervisor, to, you know what, I want to try something else and be successful at it um, as the trainer of trainer of plumbers or of tradesmen to learn how to use a product. Right. You know, there's just, there's no end to it, you know, and I, I can't stress that enough that if you just do whatever you want, it's going to be hard to get through life. But if you do whatever you want with a purpose, it's real easy to get through life, you know? So yeah, I'll, I'll tell everybody up and down. I'm not the smartest. I'm not the strongest. Like there's nothing about me that's special. There's nothing that like just sets me apart from the whole group other than my really, you know, devilish good looks. Other than that, I'm just like everybody else. So as long as I <laughs> I got what I wanted. <laughs> Listen, the, I've said before, the good looks don't hurt. Uh, but if you got a personality to go with it and a worth, worth ethic to go behind it, then the world really can be your oyster, in, in no matter what you do. And whether you are working for a company or you want to go out on your own or, you know, get involved in the manufacturing process like yourself or, or uh, uh, the product development, then... It's uh, the world is wide open for you guys, for everybody. Um, what, what's your best story, Colton? What's your best story? <laughs> I don't know if it's my best story, but it's one that like I go back to all the time and my wife still quotes it. So we were doing a job in Cheyenne, Wyoming. Uh, we were doing all the, like, we were just replacing chilled water piping. So that's all we were doing. We were, cutting one piece of pipe out and welding a new pipe in to the end of it, just day after day after day. And I got one of the apprentices who had been working service the whole time. We are construction, their service. So he'd been doing like fluke monitors and check pressures and this and that and blah, blah. And I don't think he knew what he was getting into when he got into my crew. Cause I kind of ran it like the roughneck crew. Like, Hey, we're going to, you know, we're going to pound ass for the next eight hours and we're going to get a bunch of shit done. We're going to be tired and dirty, but I'm going to pay you well and you're going to love it. So it was probably like the third day of cutting and, you know, we'd just been kind of stuffing them into weird spots and we were just dropping pipe to the floor. It was just chaos. That's like, that's how we were running. So we had to get some shit done. About that third day, he climbs up on the ladder and we kind of like shove him up in there and he gets seated up and he's starting to cut and the torch turns off. I'm like, dude, the torch never turns off. I'm like, don't cut like mid cut torch never turns off. Like you need to finish the cut and then you can come down. And he goes, okay. And he kind of does it. And I can see him like squiggling up there and he's wiggling back and forth <laughs> and he just keeps moving back and forth. And he finally like shoves his head down between the two pipes that he's supposed to be cutting and puts his head down. And he goes, I'm not comfortable. And he just 
<laughs> so that guy never lived that down. I still tell that story. Like if I'm doing something at the house and I don't feel good, I just yell at my wife. I'm like, I'm not comfortable. <laughs> uh, but we just turned, I was like, dude, I don't give a fuck if you're comfortable. Cut that pipe and get it. <laughs> like you're all good. <laughs> just the way he said it blew my mind. Like I, I never would have thought in my own mind that I would tell somebody I'm not comfortable. Like that wouldn't have been my way of telling them that. Like, <laughs> Imagine saying that in front of a group of men. I mean, I don't know what that says, but that, like, that's just a bad idea, right? I'm not yeah. comfortable. <laughs> you think uh, he, he was one of those ones where you like, you got him and you're like, I don't think this dude's going to make it in the trades, but I talked to him a couple weeks back and he's killing it. He's still got a job. That's the same thing with me. Oh, though. Wow. I showed up my first job, uh, man, I showed it to my first job um, and I was wearing moccasins, like slippers, like <laughs> yeah, and I come walking up and I'm strolling onto the job all cool as hell and my boss looks at me he's like what are you doing I was like here for work like let's do this he's like you need to wear you need to wear boots to work and I was like dude I can't afford boots like where am I going to get boots so that guy like literally gave me 50 bucks and he's like go to Walmart buy boots and then you can come back to work so like that's literally how I started in the trades started in the trade that's fantastic that's true. Everybody, you got to wear boots to work. That's literally the, you're, you, you should spend some money on boots. That's fantastic. And when you told that, it reminded me of having a guy that, that we were cleaning a, a, a basement sewer that had like six inches of shit in it. And he, and we're cleaning it out and we hooked up the hot water hose to steam it, like to clean all the shit off the walls or the concrete, whatever. And he starts and he pukes. Like he pukes everywhere. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you as a plumber, you can't puke. Like I don't care. Like there's no excuse for you puking on the job. It's like, dude, I held it in as best I could. I'm like, oh my gosh, you better reevaluate your life if you're going to be a plumber. And oh he did God. fine. You guys do Vicks under the nose or something? I don't know. I've never had to do any of that stuff. I don't even know how it works. You just deal with it. But just like being not comfortable, you're like, dude, just suck it up and deal with it, man. It's it, it's a shitty job. You knew it when you showed up. Like, just, like, it's plumbing. Like, there's no mystery behind what you're going to deal with, so. <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that you guys, like, term things. Like, we cleared the clog or, like, I don't know, just the wording you guys use around not having to say, like, I was plunging out shit today. Like, there's all these different ways of saying it. I'm like, stop trying to turn uh, you know what getting into. No, we, the, my favorite one is we clean, there was, the pipe was full of white mice. And literally, my wife was, like, years back, she's like, white mice? How do all those white mice get in there? Like, what are they, is it like a lab or something? I'm like, no, woman, it's freaking... <laughs> tampon oh i'm like you just don't want to say it's full of feminine products oh oh i get it i get it <laughs> so you got to use thumb lingo to make it a little more palatable for the less uh the more sensitive of the world i guess that's true right not, you know we did pretty good today for keeping it super clean i will say the marketing department was worried about you and me being on this together and where it was going to go <laughs> Did you have, did you get a memo? <laughs> I get a I get a lot of HR <laughs> before things and after things and it's usually pretty good. They're they're pretty open to letting me be me. If it wasn't me being me, man, I wouldn't be here anyway. So I'm glad it works out that way. <laughs> no, that's good. Wow. Hopefully we didn't get you in too much trouble today. <laughs> no, this is definitely no, one of the no. ones. I'm gonna knock on wood here. We didn't have a Wi Fi problem. This was a clear shot the whole th whole time through. Yeah, no, it did great. There's a few little uh, staggers and starts, but there was nothing. We've been we've been through far worse. So, okay. all right, here's here's the uh, here's the three questions. Are you ready? Ready. Okay. Uh, if would you rather uh, go uh, ten minutes or sorry, uh, ten years in the past or 150 years in the future? Future, thousand percent future. I'm all about the future. I would love to see what's going on. 
maybe none of us are working and we're all just like hanging out and flying cars and like there's magical food that we don't have to work for. That's <laughs> I, was, I don't know. I'm all about the future. I don't want to go back in the past. I already screwed that up once. I don't want to try again. No, you don't want to try and make some amends on the backside? No? Just no, fly I, right ahead? I, I live with those regrets. <laughs> all right. Uh, this is, I think this is, you live in Denver, so would you rather go without heating or internet? Oh, internet. I don't, yeah, who cares? <laughs> you got to stay warm, right? So you didn't know this about me either. I didn't have internet in my house until they sent us home for COVID. So when Vega sent us home to train, they're like, oh, you just pop on your Wi-Fi, do this camera, this and that. I'm like, I don't have the internet. I literally don't have it. So they had to give me a little hotspot so I could tie into there. I've never had it my entire life until that day. Welcome, welcome to the real world, Colton. It's weird. The internet is everywhere. Yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, Christmas Vacation or Die Hard? What's, what's your movie? I've seen Die Hard more. I appreciate Christmas Vacation more, but Die Hard is a Christmas movie, and it's probably my favorite Christmas movie. There we go. I'm with you on that one, too. Yeah, 100%. Now, Hard, not so much, but the first Die Hard was good movies. No, I, it's Die Hard, the first one. They, they, as you know, he started off as just a regular dude trying to solve the world, and he ends up like fucking superhero, you know, flying cars in the helicopter like you're like dude I, come on you're losing you're losing your base audience there man <laughs> go from being stuck in a pipe to i'm gonna project this thing into a helicopter yeah. anyway is there uh there we go we've got a few guys answering the same questions awesome uh any last words of wisdom big man Really, y'all. Just hope everybody has a wonderful day, and I love you guys. I really do. Yeah, I'm with you. It's fantastic community. Keep up the great work, and I'll let you. Uh, I'll let you get us sign us out with your uh, with your famous uh, ooh ooh. How's that? Peace. Ooh, ooh. <laughs> Peace. Thanks, uh, brother. I really appreciate it. Later on, man. Have a good one. You too. Thanks for everybody.